0: Hey, what's happening with the world? It's your boy, J.J. Moss, and welcome to the live stream. And you already see you see the question, so we're going to get into it, man. It's Faison Love, Hate, on Country Wayne. So, now, for those who didn't, you know, I can see the interview that uh, he did not too long ago. All right. So, how the interview started off. Uh, Faison, he started talking about, you know, how, you know, just acting, uh, the way movies are presented and just the whole, just the whole format of comedy and just how to make movies has changed ever since. He, I'm saying since when he he came into the game, which was late '80s and early '90s. And now, one thing he have to realize, and I hope he realizes that, you know, you can't expect, you can't expect things to stay the same because the way movies and acting was presented in in 1950 and stuff like that hey it changed when it got to the 70s and the 80s like in due time things changed things evolved and he also said that you know how stuff is presented like i said I mean, it's get to a point now, you know, people don't have to go out the theaters. People don't have to, you know, like movies aren't coming going to theaters no more. Like it's going straight to the internet. It's going straight to this uh their YouTube page. It's going straight to their website. It's going straight to this streaming service. Hey, that's how things work now. Like of course, back in the day we used to have to wait until like a movie came out. And then, not to mention, especially during the '90s, when we went to see a movie at the movie theater, you know how long it took for that movie to come out on video, and I'm talking about VCR. Like right, this is before DVD, the DVD era. It'd be like a like another six, seven months before that movie comes out on video, and you'd be so excited because, like, man, I remember I went to the theaters to go see that. Now, one of the things. I would say is, you know, that's kind of one of the things I feel like, mm, that's kind of missing, but I feel like you can still get that same, that same feeling. What if you're like, you at home or something like that, it's all how you make it. But, you know, I think that's one of the, uh, I kind of agree with him on that. You know, I, I see where he's coming from on that because, you know, it's certain movies that you probably look at or remember that you can remember going out with your family to go see or, This was the first movie. This is the movie me and my girl went to go see. This was our first date. So, you know, those type of things have uh, sentimental memories. So, and then, so, they go on to the interview, and the interviewer asks, Faison, what do you think of other comedians able to make, you know, money Of you just posting content and doing skits like, like a country Wayne and stuff like that, and then here comes the hate, and he he replies with, you know, I don't know, I'm saying that's some old, that's some other type bullshit. That's what his reply was. That's some other type of kind of bullshit. And as I'm watching the whole interview, I'm like, damn, like he got a problem with Wayne. And then I had to think about it. I'm like, no, maybe, you know what I'm saying, maybe Wayne's comedy isn't his, you know what I'm saying, his forte. Maybe it's not his cup of tea. Maybe it's something that he don't get because there's a lot of comedy out there that, you know, I'm not into. It's a lot of comedy and skits and stuff like that. There's a lot of people who are doing the same thing as Wayne that, you know, I don't find, you know, funny. But those same individuals have a following. They, they built their brand up. They have a crowd that, you know, who likes everything that they post. So that's one of the things I can't do is I can't hate on it. You know, I can say, you know, you know it's, it's OK, but, you know, I don't rock with it. That'd be the only thing I say. I'm not going to go on and say that's some other type bullshit. I don't see how people rock with this. No, I'm not going to go on the on rant and say it. You know, I'm going to still speak my piece and be like, you know, uh, well, you know, I'm not really too fond of that. You know what I'm saying? If you into that, that's cool. But, you know, but salute to that person who's out there doing it. So I just feel like if Faison would have just said, you know, you know, hey, he doing what he doing, like saying big up to the brother. And then and I'm guessing Faison is having a hard time believing that Country Wayne is a independent, self-made millionaire from all the work that he's put in via the internet. He's feeling like, "Oh, I, like what what kind of residuals he's going to receive from those skits. You know, I receive residuals from stuff I did in the 90s." And then for those who don't know, uh the guy one of the characters from the Country Wayne skits, Mike, who plays Blake's dad and Rose's boyfriend, uh the same podcast, they had him on And so if you guys want to check that out, just type in Michael Anthony. Uh, it was a very good interview. And you know, they played, they played uh Michael, they played Mike's, uh, they played Mike, uh, the response from Faison saying the same stuff, and he broke it down to like the simplest form. And it just seems like now is still having a hard time believing that this man made all this money. And he's talking about some, the guys that I know, the guys that I know who make millions off what he's doing, they're on the Forbes list. So you mean to tell me you're having a hard time believing that this young black man who has built an empire all on his own, all on his own, who is employed and and now taking care of his whole family. You're having a hard time believing that this man Ma- is a millionaire all because he's not on the Forbes list? All because his 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 financial reports is not documented. Like it, like come on now, what kind of sense does that make? You're gonna hate on that man all because you don't see a track record of what he's making. Oh, let me see his financial reports. Oh, he is making this. Like, why would you have to see like be in that man's pockets in order to? know what he's like what he's making and then not to mention far as the forbes go if people don't know people send that stuff in that information in in order to get on the forbes list you know for if people don't know that hey i don't know what to tell you like that's been like the biggest uh scam in the world people like why you stop why you think you saw so many of those artists back in the day, like back when we was coming up in the early 2000s and the mid 2000s and the 2010s. They're their accountants and their, their team is sending their financial reports to Forbes so therefore they can report it. Because I guess they always felt like being on Forbes could do something for them, can, you know, increase the brand and stuff like that. I don't think it really do too much for them now but that's how it was back in the day. That's what like you saw a lot of rappers back in the day like a Ludacris or or like a Diddy or uh like a Wiz Khalifa at that time. Anytime that they will be on a Forbes list, they got something coming out. You know, it was always part of a uh marketing t- uh scheme. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Zizao the legend, you know what I'm saying? M-Town legend. Saying thank you for checking me out. Yeah, but uh um it's crazy, though. Damn, you say you about to have uh, Faison on uh, the podcast. You know, I mean, I ain't got nothing against him. You know, I have nothing against Faison. But it just seems like he's having a hard time believing that, you know, this 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 black male has made a name for himself without going through the Hollywood circle like he had to. Now, one of the things I'm not going to uh, act like, like I don't know or remember, or one of the things I'm not going to neglect is that you know, Faison is one of those guys who paved the way for a country wing, for a, a Desi Banks, you know, for a a Tony Baker. It's a lot of them out there. A lot of them that's out there doing their thing and the, and they've been able to build their own brand without, you know, what I'm saying doing the, um, the casting call and the, all that type of stuff. The stuff that they used to have to go to back in the day. Because, you know, even though we have a long way to go now, we've come, we still come so far. Because you got so many individuals, young black individuals who have been able to, you know, take care of their whole entire families off this, this internet thing. That's one of the things, I can't hate on it. Nobody can hate on it. And it just, it's just, it crazy, man. Like, like, what's, like, things, stuff like this, we should be praising. Instead of hating, we should be praising. We should be embracing this. We should be celebrating this, man. Look at how many black content creators there are on the internet alone, man. That's after doing it. That's after killing it. And not to mention, Country Wayne doesn't only do the skits. Do, do stand-up comedy. And I know a lot of people may feel like, oh man, why are you deriding him so hard? No, I'm not doing that. I'm doing what we're supposed to be doing, celebrating, giving that brother praise. Because if you listen to his story and like you hear out his story and you'll see where he comes from, you'll say, Damn, he deserves it. You will say, Yeah, he deserves it. He found a way to make himself rich and take care of his whole family. Like, look at the skits. He gets his, he's got his whole entire family involved. He got his kids involved. And not to mention, like I said, he's selling out shows. He just sold out Memphis. He just sold out Houston. He just sold out Cleveland. He just did the Apollo Theater. So like you, that's something you should be proud of. You should be proud that these young black brothers and sisters in 2022 Don't have to run off to Hollywood. Don't have to run off and try to, you know what I'm saying, impress these Hollywood elites and stuff like that. They don't need them. Now, shit, Hollywood, uh, I'm saying Hollywood needs them. These young black uh, creators, these brothers and sisters, they don't need Hollywood for shit. Thing is, Hollywood wants them. And it just, I just can't get it, man. We are supposed to be praising for this, man, because we've come so far. We've come far from the, the, the Lincoln Perry days. And for those who don't know who Lincoln Perry is, hey, do your research. You know what I'm saying? Step and fetch it. And, you know, and one of the things I'm not going to do is, you know, tarnish that man's legacy is just all about how black people always kind of put, like I'm saying, how they kind of looked at him as a stain as far as on black America. But if you really look at it, he kicked down the doors for you know I'm saying a lot of us in the 1930s. But, you know, like I said, how they always typecast us. They always typecast us from that. Yes, he was the first black millionaire in the 1930s. You know I'm saying make you know I'm saying getting movie credits and stuff like that. But that's how them Hollywood people always labeled us. And guess what? It went on and on and on for a while. Yes, you had. Um, other individuals who uh, who was able to, you know, what I'm saying break through those barriers, and you know they didn't get typecast like a Sydney Portier, and you know, what I'm saying a Billy D Williams and stuff like that. But it still got to a point where they were still typecasting and especially like if you look at the movie Hollywood Shuffle. Shout out to the legendary Robert Townsend. That's a perfect example of how they look at us. And you know, I, and one thing I will admit, it is kind of sad because. That We still have that today, but it's not as bad as it once was. Because I think a lot of our brothers and sisters is finally waking up and finally realizing, hey, they don't need it. I mean, hey, just like you said, z dog, he hating. He is hating. And like I said, why hate? I understand this type of Internet access wasn't around when they was coming out. It wasn't. But you have like, hey, give it up for them, because guess what? They don't have to go through that same stuff they went through. Because people like Faison and a lot of them who came from that that '90s era, they had to get cosigns from like white dudes who who had connections to Hollywood, or I'm saying a Jewish uh, uh, agent or something like that. That's how they was able to get through them doors. They had to go to them audi- auditions and stuff like that. Now you got people out here creating their own stuff. You got people who able we can create their own movies off iPhones. People who creating their own stuff and be able to make money. And guess what they're doing with their money? They're investing it into other things, and get and that's where that generational wealth is coming uh, is coming from. They're breaking that curse. There's so many of us who come from that generational curse of. Working, pay bills, die, and I want to salute to all them young brothers and sisters who who feel like you know that I, that's not how I want to end my life. I don't like like you. You we've seen that with uh, too many generations, and some of, some of us are already falling in that pattern. Some of us are definitely already falling in that pattern. So shout out to the young brothers and sisters who feel like no, I can't do that. You know, I salute my, my my the past generation for only doing what they were taught, but you know, it's time to change that narrative. It's time. You know what I'm saying? It's time to change that narrative. And I'm glad that we got a lot of people out here who are doing it on their own, who are, you know, what I'm saying independently funding their own stuff and don't have to answer to nobody. They don't. So I just feel like. What's the whole reason for Faison hating on country one? Is it because you ain't making the money or make it make sense? And then he talks about, um, like I said, he talks about residuals. And for those, like I said, you check out the uh, the interview that uh, Michael Anthony did, and he broke it down seriously because he's an actor. He's like, come on, bro. You talking about you getting residuals back from 93. You act like them checks is hitting on like a hundred thousand or something. Like, just be honest, they not, they not hitting on hundred thousand. So, and then I have to mention Wayne owns all his content. So, if he were to delete everything off Instagram, which he he does, he's not posting any more skits on Instagram anymore. um, YouTube, all that stuff, he still owns it, and he can put it like on his own his own streaming platform because he owns the content. He doesn't have to answer to anyone in the snap of a finger. He can have all his stuff wiped out and he, he still has. it. So that's the part I don't get in right there. And then, like I said, (laughs) I can't believe he said all the people that he know who get rich off this content creation stuff are on the Forbes list. Who gives a damn about the Forbes list, man? Who gives a damn about that? Like, I wouldn't give a damn about the Forbes list. If anything, hey, I could care less why people, like, you shouldn't be even thinking about what I'm making. I don't care about no Forbes list. Don't want to be on no Forbes list. Hey, let people think I'm broke. Let motherfuckers think, oh, you ain't making no money. It's just you know I guess it's one of those old hair mentalities man I look at it that's exactly the way I look at it because I look at it as the old rapper mentality it's like you got a lot of these um these old school artists who have a hard time believing that a lot of these um a lot of these newer artists are making making this bank. hey man you can't you can't get mad at that. What if you're a fan of it or not? But you, one thing you can do is congratulate them because guess what? They're not in the streets. They're not out here robbing. They're not out here killing. They're they're employing a lot of people in their circle to keep them from going out there and taking penitentiary chances. They're employing other black people. So why get mad at that? Why? Like I said, this is something we should be embracing. This is something that we, this right here, instead of it being a hate thing, it should be a motivate thing, man. It should. It should be something motivational. That's exactly what it should be. You should be motivated by this. That we have black brothers and sisters out here doing it without the Hollywood hand having his, uh, being involved. But you know, I just wanted I wanted to get that off my chest, man. I don't know. Hey, Faison needs to just realize, you know, hey, it's a whole new day out here, man. We got a lot of rich brothers and sisters out here making money off this uh this content stuff, man. He better find somewhere he can fit in it or just go sit down. But man, I'm JJ Moss and I'm out.